This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Y'all got your drink colors. Got my drink. It was like, ooh, our lips look so good. I got good everything, Chuck. What else you got good, Al? <laughs> Take a look at that picture I sent you. Ooh. I just figured I'd get the girls a little preview <laughs> of the spring summer collection, aka okay. my body. It is TGIF. This is what y'all came for, right? Y'all came for this. Hey everybody, happy Friday. It's your girl Claudia Jordan and we are back with a brand new episode of TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax and get ready to sip this hot tea. Now let me introduce you to my fabulous co-host. Please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host Funky Dineva. Hey y'all. Thank you. And please welcome brand strategist, Al Reynolds. Hey, Al. What's up, Claudia? Welcome home or back. Thank you. I barely made it back from Aruba. My flight, well, I don't want to tell you how close it was, but I just got the last curl of my hair right when we came on the air, but I didn't want to leave. (laughs) So, all right. Well, um, how's everybody doing tonight? How y'all doing? It's Friday. I'm doing good. This was a long, challenging week. I'll be in Atlanta this weekend. Dr. Heavenly's daughter's having her Sweet 16. So I'm going up to celebrate Aurora's Sweet 16. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that's nice. Slow motion over here. All right. Al, what you up to this weekend? Any plans? Uh, Well, I I will be working the Rammies, which is the Grammys for restaurants that's going to be here in D.C. this weekend. I'll be there Sunday working all night. So I'm excited. Very nice. Very nice. What's everybody sipping on? Y'all not going to believe me with ice cold water out my refrigerator <laughs> with the new filter. Maintenance came in. My, my, my refrigerator water was tasting like pennies and lemons. And they came in and changed my filter. And baby, when I tell you this water is so good, this is some good water. <laughs> I, I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> and it's not a red cup. Oh, wow. Right. I, I think drinking. when we have... I think when we hung out with him all weekend that time, I don't. I never saw him drink water. You probably didn't. I'm not a big fan of it. I just, I just go get an IV. I get all my fluids injected <laughs> into me intravenously. So, uh, what you sipping on? I'm drinking green tea. Oh. I know. No. Are you okay? Tea. Hanging in there. Yeah, I'm. You know, crazy. Is, hottie, is it a hottie toddy? Is it just? I wish it was a hottie toddy. I don't even have any alcohol in the in the building to even put in it. So okay, yeah. all right. So tonight's gonna be. Is it gonna be a, a calmer, gentler show tonight? With we've got Q with water, which his body's probably like, what the hell is this? And we got Al drinking tea. <laughs> Baby, you know, I'm the turn up. I don't need, I don't need substances to, to, to act a fool. And I don't need substances to get to read. And I don't get substances to be a student. What all the hell is going on? And we got some all the hell going on in some of these topics. So let's, let's just get, get into it all it. going on. Uh-huh. Here we go. All right. So let's uh, get into this. Congratulations are in order for Little Nas X. The rapper just gave birth to his debut album, Montero. And he made the Times list of 100 most influential people of 2021. Is Little Nas X untouchable right now? And what are your thoughts on his album? 
Is he untouchable? That's yet to be determined. But I will say this. We all know about the Hollywood machine. For whatever reason, the machine has gotten behind Little Nas X. And once the machine gets behind you, no matter who don't like you, who don't like your music, you are going to get a good three to five to six to seven year run because the machine is behind you. The machine is definitely uh, behind this man. He's on every magazine of importance. He's on every chart of importance. He's interviewed with every interviewer of importance. He's been in every magazine of importance. It's his time. I'm happy for him. His antics aren't for everybody. They're definitely not for me, but at least his music can live up to the antics that he puts on. And I'm happy for the young black gay brother. Al, what are you thinking? Did you see the new video that came out with the uh, him and the football player in the locker room? You see that today? Yes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. This is just my personal opinion. I know for a fact that this album is not, <laughs> does nothing for me. Um, I think I probably aged out of this a couple of years ago, to be perfectly honest. Um, but like you said, you know, the rollout and all of the antics has, has gotten him a number one. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is what it takes and this is what it looks like to be number one. Congratulations, brother. Uh, can we go back to that picture one more time? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you know, he, he will tone down. I mean, listen, Lady Gaga and Nicki Minaj did the same thing until finally they both were like the gimmick is up. Let's not pretend like Lady Gaga didn't show up to the awards with a whole pack of meat bobby pin to her body with some saran wrap on and called it an outfit. You know what I'm saying? Nicki did the same thing with the bubble gum and the candy and all the crazy hair. And then after a while, I think they both got tired of being a gimmick. And they were like, let me just be a regular person and not a caricature. And, and, and I think that he will eventually do the same because he will get tired of having to fight this whole people coming at him for the gimmick. It will begin to weigh on his self-esteem at some point and he will want to be liked for being a real person. Plus with gimmicks, eventually gimmicks kind of fade away. They're, they're, they're meant for shock value in the beginning. And after a while, you're like, okay, it's just another attempt at that. Speaking of Little Nas X, rapper Kid Cudi said he thinks Little Nas X could help destroy the homophobic cloud over hip hop. He said there's a homophobic cloud over hip hop and he's going to break that shit down. We have to stand with him. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to let him know you have my support when we do our song together. However trippy the video, however trippy the video is, let's get sexy with it. Should more rappers step up and support Little Nas X? Al, what do you think about this? I think it was cool to see a relevant black main male mainstream straight hip-hop artists give uh, Little Nas a cosign. Okay. Thank you. Um, if it's 100% genuine, I love it, and I thank them for the support. I'm just a little bit apprehensive because I'm just questioning if Kid Cudi saw an opportunity here and if this is just him taking the opportunity. I don't know the brother personally, and I don't know a lot about his music. I don't know if he even needs an opportunity. He might be on and popping right now without the help of Little Nas X, but it just, and it's just so funny. This speaks to the larger issue. We're so used to not getting support from this community that when we get it, we have to question it. And that speaks to just the, the, the deep psychology of this whole homophobia and hip hop issue. So. You know what? I'm going to keep my mouth closed and I'm going to take his word for face value and say thank you, Kid Cudi, and, and I can't wait to see what it is that y'all do. 
I can't wait till we get to a place where we don't even have to talk about one's sexuality. We just can right. let the, the the art stand and, right. and just and judge on that because it's getting to be where is this a gimmick? Is it not a gimmick? Is they really are they really gay? Are they not? Are they riding this this coattail, this trend? It's can we get back to the art and the music? I'm with you. All right. Well, it seems like Don Lemon wasn't here for Nicki Minaj's uh, anti-vaccine antics. The CNN host said about the people who are not getting vaccines, start shaming them or leave them behind. He went on to say, people talk about, well, I don't know what's in that shot. Do you know what's in this thing nowadays? Like what's in the shot? And, 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 and they don't know what's in the shots in their rear ends. They're getting shots to make it bigger. They're getting shots in their face. They don't know what's in Botox. They don't know what's in this stuff. Well, Nikki responded to Don's statement and said, now, if I start discussing what you get in your rear end, I'd be wrong, right? If you're ever discussing facts with a person who's telling you to buy or get something and you go, cool, let me, you know, tell me more. And they start insulting you, demonizing, uh, she said, run. If they start insulting you, run. Demonizing people for asking questions won't help your cause, Uncle uh Tamiana, she called him. She continued. He couldn't wait to deliver that line. He rehearsed it all night and definitely has a little D-I-C-K. Mad because the shot couldn't fix that three to four inches max. Was Don Lemon out of line? Was Nicki Minaj out of line? What do y'all think about this? It seems like Nicki Minaj in the news every single day about a vaccine statement or anti-vaccine statement. What do y'all think? Nikki needs to let this damn thing go. Okay, she don't know what's in the shot and she don't know what's in her bed either. She's sitting over there adding in the bed and a whole damn pedophile and want to sit over here and get into this damn shot controversy. She needs to leave it alone. Okay, what Nikki is experiencing right now is embarrassment because Joy Reid and the rest of the media got her ass together and rather just putting her Twitter fingers down and sitting her ass down somewhere breastfeeding her baby or that man that liked babies, she want to go on and keep poking the bear and poking the bear, poking the bear. Listen, mama, stick to music. It's, you know, if you don't know what you're talking about when it comes to medicine, just how hard is it to keep your mouth closed? And this is not me championing anyone to go get the shot. If you don't want to get the damn shot, then don't damn get it. But I think that it is very foul, especially considering the fact that statistics show that our people, Black people, are the most susceptible to dying from this disease, that any Black person with a Black, with a platform as large as hers that does not have MD behind their name, just do us a favor. Live your life. Don't get the shot. But don't be out here lending your celebrity to doubt in this shot when it, this shot is saving people's lives. And all of y'all anti-vaxxers out there miss me with the, but people still dying with the shot. You're absolutely right. They still are, but not to the magnitude in which people without the shot are dying. So listen, if they putting something in the damn shot, I'd rather grow an extra toe tomorrow and live, <laughs> and, and live another 40 years than die today. Good points. You know, I was at dinner last night with my friends in Aruba and I, we were having the vaccine conversation. And I said, you know, I'd much rather uh, be on the side of science than people on social media, Instagram and YouTube that are making videos about this stuff and, and, and you know, speaking as scientists and on this and, and speaking as experts on this thing. It's just too much of an important thing to just go by your favorite rapper or your favorite actor. Al, what do you think about this and all this controversy? <laughs> this is why we love Nicki Minaj, okay? She knows how to work the media. And to be honest, I, my gut tells me she probably has the vaccination because we just saw her sitting in a hotel the other day with uh, Rihanna and um, 
Uh, ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky, who've been all over the world, every event and everything. So she was concerned about a vaccine or anything or getting the COVID. She wouldn't have been doing that. It's the strategy, ladies and gentlemen, that I shared with you on Wednesday. Every mainstream media outlet from CNN to MSNBC has covered this. She has even taken her hometown country of uh, Trinidad, the prime minister or the president over there, shut down the whole country looking for this guy with the swole and balls, and we're talking about that. They're doing press conferences, spending resources. This woman is not only a rap sensation and genius, but she is also a media genius. So her and Little Nas are doing a great job at it, and keep it up. I see you, baby girl. I will. I will say this, I'm, and not. I guess in her defense, she didn't say not to take it. She said she wanted to do more research, which is a responsible thing to say. But with your platform and with your fans and how rabid they are. They hang on your every word and anything you say will be taken as a directive as a don't do that. And a lot of people ain't going to listen to your whole statement. They're going to listen to half of it and go with, go with that. What were you going to say, Q? It was a dog whistle. She didn't have to say it. Okay. But there comes a certain thing at her level of fame called social responsibility. Mm. Nikki knows what areas of the internet she needs to nudge and pull to get the desired reaction. Secondly, you just had another damn baby. You sitting at home with nothing but time on your hands. What, what, like, like, if you say you need to do more research, then do the doggone research. You know what I'm saying? Like, do the research. And here's the thing that bothers me about the more research people. The leading research on this is coming out of the CDC, headed up by Dr. Fauci. But then y'all complain about you don't trust Dr. Fauci and you don't trust the government. So what independent source are you going to go get said research from if you don't even trust the doggone CDC? Well, we're going to take a quick break on that note. Very thoughtful opinions there. We'll be right back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan, joined by Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Let me go to the chat. I see y'all in the chat. Give us some thumbs up if you're enjoying the show in threes. If you want to see us three days a week, fours. If you want to see us four <laughs> days a week and fives. If you want to see us five days a week. Okay, let me go to the, the chat. We got some comments. Uh, Melody says, Q always coming with the common sense. Uh-huh. And Andrea C says, as much as y'all claim to be educated and no one read, child, the media is pushing an agenda. Okay. Awesome says, the head of the CDC won't even take the vaccine. And Lori says, thank you, Funky. You are so right. Keep those comments coming. We're going to read some comments every single break. All right. Welcome back to the show. Uh, all right. Um, in some Claudia, sadness. Can I ask one question? Yeah. The agenda people. Like, how do y'all know this, right? Like, did, did you make them, did you get your hand on, like, the minutes from the <laughs> meeting when the people sat in the room and said, there's an agenda like, how do you know this? I need you to quantify how you know this knowledge. That, 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 that's all I have. That's a great conference. You know, let's talk about it for a couple of minutes before, before we move on. Again, I was having dinner with my friends last night and this co- topic came up and all this, the agenda, the agenda, they're trying to take us out. I said, who is trying to take us out? And then they compare it to the Tuskegee experiment, which we know what was aimed towards black people specifically. With this vaccine, is unless they have different labels, like the, the vaccine that goes to the black people and to the white people, they ain't trying to kill themselves. It, it, like the theories that people have, oh, they're just trying to put a tracker in us. They have trackers in you already. And why would they want to know what you're doing? Like 
and some then, of these people are low level like and, and, and then on top of that for it to be a conspiracy it would have to be a global conspiracy most countries on the globe don't even like the u.s okay secondly do you know how many people would be involved for this to be a global conspiracy and you think that many damn people could keep their mouth closed like seriously y'all and yes there are a lot of um naturalists natural doctors that have been snuffed when they speak about natural solutions to diseases because big pharma we can get into all of that but again like you said the the amount of people that have to be involved in this conspiracy to kill off half the the, the world would just be too many right all right, but the YouTube scientists have spoken and the YouTube conspiracy theorists. All right, so here's some sad news. Besides testing positive for COVID-19, Wendy Williams has reportedly been hospitalized for a psychiatric evaluation. Our thoughts and prayers are with her during this time. Do y'all have any comments or thoughts on this story? I think that something fishy is going on. Oh. Um, I think that, you know, I, I think that Wendy's past with drug abuse and substance abuse makes it very likely for people to be skeptical of this. Um, COVID buys her 14 days. Um, whatever is going on with her may require more than 14 days. And so this whole mental break thing buys us more time. I just find it odd that you you get COVID and then you get a, then you get a, a mental psychiatric situation. Granted, I hope that we can take their word for face value, but this to me is the conspiracy and the agenda that y'all need to be questioning because something in the buttermilk ain't clean. <laughs> uh, what do you think about this? And I remember Aunt Wendy saying she wanted to hang out with you. So what do you think? Uh, I think this Wendy Williams story has more twist and turn than my favorite ride at Six Flags, the Twisted Colossal, okay? We first started with the Graves disease. We went from the Graves disease to the drug and rehab center. We went from the drug and rehab center back to uh, hyperthyroidism, left there, got COVID. After she got COVID and that didn't buy enough time, now she's landed in a psych ward somewhere. I am just praying that she's okay and that she is actually going to get all of the help that she needs, whether it's physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. But you know what? Let me say something to the Fox um, Network people. I'm going to do a shameless little plug right here. So just in case she doesn't come back in time, I think, you know, you might want to give TGIF a little little snug and let us see if we can step in there and handle and hold it down for until she get back. And for the viewers, give me a thumbs up in the chat if you think that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. I got a question though. They said in the article that she asymptomatic and you home. If you home ain't doing nothing, how you found time to go crazy? Like I'm just, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like if you home with your feet kicked up watching Young and the Restless eating popcorn, how did you find time to go crazy? Well, you know, in addition to that, if you're home, why not just put the show back on uh, remote? I mean, on, on um, you know, not in studio at her home like they did for almost a year. A lot of stuff is not adding up. And I think you're right. I think you're right, Q. I think, you know, there might be a real story underlining this story that we're getting in the media. It could be COVID or it could be a drug relapse, but you don't want to keep putting that narrative out there about your, you know, your, your cash cow on, uh, you know, with Fox, you know what I'm saying? So who, who knows, but there's been a lot of health issues 
with this lady in, in a short amount of time. They, they Have y'all been hearing lately? They're saying that people with COVID are getting issues with their, you know, mental issues. Uh, I know there's brain fogginess because I've definitely had that, but there's there are people saying they're having some psychological issues that are like the long haulers from COVID. Have y'all heard about that? I haven't heard that, but I'm sure that's all the conspiracy theorists need to, to, to cling on to it. I'm, I'm sure the vaccine is what gave it to us. Uh, real quick before we move on, Lewis says whenever she has a new season on the way, she does this. Mm. Ooh, y'all cold, y'all cold-blooded. Uh, terrific says, get well, Wendy. Okay, yeah, we wish you well. But if you don't get well, I would like to piggyback off of Al Reynolds' solution. We will definitely hold it down for you until you can get back into the studio and we'll keep your purple chair warm. Ooh. All right, Nikita Dragon, who is apparently the first transgender pop star, has been trending lately due to some controversial issues. First, she released a music video for her new single, Don't Play With My DSEK, and included a screenshot message she received via DM from rapper Tiger with his phone number. Fans jumped to conclusions and called out Nikita for trying to expose the rapper. Now, Tiger responded to the allegation and said, my company shot and directed a music video for her a while back that never dropped. Not sure why she added my likeness to this. Ladies and gentlemen, clout kills. What are your thoughts on Nikita adding this screenshot to her new video and what she just being messy for attention? What do y'all think? You know, I was going to do a video on this and I still may fans have been asking me about it. What Nikita did was very damaging to the trans community and it really set them back a whole lot of years, right? Because this is everybody's fear. And this is for the guys that mess with trans women in the shadows. This is their fear, especially African-American men. And unfortunately, it's this type of behavior and this type of outing people or, 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 or alluding to them having a trans attraction is what ends up getting a lot of trans women, particularly trans women of color, killed. Not only did Nikita do that, which was messy, in this same video, she basically said, ain't a cisgender woman alive that looks better than a trans woman. There is already this unspoken war between women, particularly Black women and trans women fighting for space in the same space. And I just don't know why Nikita would throw gas on this fire. Maybe it's because she's not a trans woman of color or she's not a black trans woman. I don't know what her background is. I think she's Asian um, or whatever the case may be. Maybe because she does not deal with the day-to-day -day issues that the black trans women deal with. She didn't know any better. This was just a bad look all the way around. And she needs she needs to be corrected in the in the in the the best or the worst of ways. Al, any thoughts before I move on to the next part of the story? You know, Black China told us <laughs> what his fetish word. I mean, I love Black China anyway. I, honestly, I, I, I got to be honest. I did not know who Nikita Dragon was, but I did do my research. And from my research, you know, I'm, I'm side-eyeing her right now because she has been known to Black to, you know, she's been known or accused of, of Black fishing, right? She is always up in some Black folks' business and saying and doing some inappropriate things. And I think she probably did this just like the antics that we're talking about this is the new way to get attention this is the new way to push and sell you whatever song you got coming out this is what it looks like ladies and gentlemen when you do not rely on your talent anymore so look all is fair game now all, everything is fair game right so i mean that's just you know what it looks like when you have to leave with drama and not talent 
I can't wait till we get to, I hope it comes back around full circle when we get back to talent. Cause it's, it's, it's actually obnoxious and irritating to see people really become wildly successful on gimmicks alone. I don't really know. I'm not familiar with Nikita the dragon or Nikita dragon or whatever, but you know, it seems like this seems to be a recurring thing that we're talking about every week, gimmicky type of things that are happening. It's sadder to me when it's gimmicky people that actually have the talent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Staying on the subject of Nikita Dragon, she recently posted black trans women and black gay people gave the culture in response to rapper Asian Doll's comment about black cis women giving trans women and gay people culture. Asian Doll even took it upon herself to misgender Nikita by calling her a he after her picture was used in Nikita's new video. Well, our girl T.S. Madison caught wind of the conversation and chimed in. Let's take a look. Men and you might black things like that and you might, you know, mimic Nicki Minaj and things like that. But girl, you're not black. And therefore, the black girls is going to be on your ass the only way that they know how. And they are going to misgender you. But you open up that door for that. What are your thoughts on this drama? What do you think? She had absolutely she says, you know, she, I, I always say you can't do wrong to a method and tell them how mad to get, okay? So this whole campaign against Asian Doll about her misgendering Nikita Dragon, trans community, LGBTQ community, and allies stand down. Because in this video, this girl put up Asian Doll's picture and basically was saying, I wore the outfit first before y'all phase wore it and had the word D-I-C-K written across uh, Asian Doll's body. For those of y'all who don't understand the deeper context of this, you know, there are already jokes going on around there about Asian Doll having hard features and looking like a man, okay? So then you put this D-I-C-K across this thing. It had a double meaning, and you didn't have to use this girl's likeness. So now you don't brought her into this mess. She don't know you. Of course, she's going to cuss you out, and she's going to hurl every insult that she knows to hurl at you. And that's to call you a boy and a man and say, you'll never be a real woman. You'll never have a period. And you'll never be able to carry a baby. And all these other needs that the cisgender women try to get a trans girls. Nikita opened up this door. I, I am not mad with Asian doll one bit. Uh, thank you for saying that. I feel like we've gotten to a point where um, some folks, and I'm going to say some people think in, in the community, that I'm going to be protected by by the community and say anything I can say and and if you say something against it, I can just label you as transphobic, and and that 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 has to be corrected because that that just gives you a a blank check to do whatever the hell you want to do. There's no accountability because you can hide behind. Oh, you're transphobic. Oh, are you coming for me because I'm trans? No, I'm coming for you because you're an asshole. Mm -hmm. I'm coming for you because you're 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 disrespectful. Mm -hmm. And there's no room for that with with mm -hmm. with things are going now. And I just feel like if we're gonna hold cisgender people accountable, we better hold we gotta hold gay people accountable and transgender people accountable. And let's get back to going judging people by their character and their actions, and not providing a blanket of, of protection because you are part of a, a community. If you're if you're messing up, you messing up. And it seems like this uh, Nikita Dragon person was in the wrong. Yeah, and yeah. I want to add to stay out of black people business. Go tag, go tag some uh, Asian people. Go tag them. Go tag your community. Stir up all this controversy, controversy, mess, chaos, and confusion in your community. Don't bring that mess to ours. We got enough 
first of all, she's talking about culture. You already know big, borrowed, and commandeered as much as you could from our culture, including your body and your aesthetics, because we all know Asian women ain't shaped nothing like you, Miss Dragon. Okay, start <laughs> this controversy and mess down to the Super China buffet. Don't bring that <laughs> shit around our house. <laughs> but are we surprised? This is what they always do. They set up shop in our communities. They take our swag. They jack it, and then think we can. They can do it better than us. All right. Um, we have a. We gotta go to commercial real quick. BB says thanks for the breakdown, Funky. Chef says she looks like a man, though. Oh wow. Rodriguez says cisgender is a scientific term, and Ruthie says cloud chasing is at an all time high. We agree with that. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back with more. We have plenty of show left. TGIF when we return. We'll be back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. And you can find the largest selection of audiobooks ranging from new bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, motivation, and original entertainment from top celebrity creators and thousands of popular binge-worthy podcasts. As an Audible member, you will get one credit every month, good for any title in the entire premium selection. That means the latest bestseller, the buzziest new release, the hottest celebrity memoir, or that bucket list title you've been meaning to pick up. Now, those titles are yours to keep forever in your Audible library. And it doesn't end there. You'll also get full access to Audible's popular plus catalog that's filled with thousands of audiobooks, original entertainment, fitness, and guided meditation, including ad-free versions of your favorite shows and exclusive series. Now, whether you're working from home, cooking, exercising on a walk, or just relaxing, Audible is easily accessible. And guess what? Audible can help with people with their personal goals. Now, if you want to learn something new, get more books, focus on your mind and body wellness, or simply enjoy a well-deserved vacation, Audible will help you do just that. And new members can always try Audible for 30 days on us. Just visit audible.com slash T or text T to 500-500. Once again, visit audible.com slash T or text to 500-500. We'll be back with more TGIF and back to the shade and the messiness and the drama and the receipts after this break. We'll be back. Welcome back to TGIF. We see y'all in the comments. We got about... 800 to go to get to the goal that we said earlier tonight. So go ahead and call your friends and tell them to come watch TGIF. All right, y'all, I want to hear y'all opinion on this story. Kim Whitley, our girl Kim Whitley, says that rumors about Marla Wayne's penis are true. The actress says she mistook the Wayne's goods for a small bat when she fir first caught glimpse while filming with Marla Wayne's in the 90s. She said, I thought he was trying to be funny because he's a fool. And I kept looking and said to myself, this boy done put a small bat in his shorts and his red sweatpants. I kept looking at it and I said, stop being silly, boy. Are you crazy? So I'm like, is that real? First of all, you need to put a rope on that thing and tie it up, whatever it is. Then for the whole week, I was distracted. The word in Hollywood is that he is just blessed and it's burned into my brain. What are your thoughts on Kim Whitley? Revealing the size of Marlon Wayne's junk. I mean, you know what they say about the skinny boys, you know. Uh, Marlon Wayne's has definitely aged like fine wine because he was not the attractive Wayne's brother, in my opinion, back in the day. But he's definitely looking good with age and weight. And um, 
Yeah, he 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 got the physical makeup. I I, I believe it. I I, I can see it. Them skinny ones, you got to watch. Al, what do you think? Um, uh, this is a <laughs> no interest to me. But rumor has it now that it's not a small bat, but a small microphone, and Jennifer Hudson has been singing on it. Now that's what the rumor is. Oh, now you starting to mess down to the wow. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Uh, let me get the camera real quick. The views expressed by Al Reynolds is not that of the Fox Soul Network. Really? Mm. You heard this, Al? Like The rumor tell. has it. That's what the blogs are saying, See, baby. Now people can't even be in movies with folks and be a love interest uh, in a movie uh, no more without somebody they, saying. They, 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 they do more than that. They hanging out at each other's house. He's flying to Chicago to spend time with her. They're singing and playing on the piano. I think they she were might playing like love it. interest. That's called method acting. You know, we're going to okay. get together and, and, and get our chemistry together because I have to play your husband. <laughs> I will say that they did have really good chemistry in the movie, respect. And I, I I'm kind of here for them being together. I, I think that'd be cute. I think that'd Actually, be cute. I would be too. I love that video. If y'all have some time going on YouTube when she sings Ain't No Way and then she starts hitting those notes and Marlon Wayans drops his pants. Um, not to mention... You know, he's ready to date now, seeing as though that his mom passed. You know, he said that he wasn't really messing with no women because that was the only woman in his life. And now that big mama don't go on to glory, you know, Jennifer Hudson just might, you know. And a black couple, like that would that'd be a cool little power couple. Like, like his a family, boy. Don't, don't, don't sleep on the Wayans. That Wayans family, uh, they have put in so much work. And, and Jennifer, there is a that's void. A- There's a void right now in terms of representation of that black power love. I mean, we got... Jay-Z and Beyonce saying, yeah, 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 I'm bored with that at this moment. You know what I'm saying? And we got a few others out there. This would be a nice emerging power couple, Hollywood couple. I got to interview Jennifer Hudson after her movie, and she she had a glow about her. So I hope it is true. And Marlon Wayans is my boy. I hope this is true. Well, honey, and I hope you don't. If you had a bad inside you, you'd have a glow about you. Too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those skinny guys, they, they definitely have baseball bats. <laughs> they do. Anyways, moving on. Uh, down in Atlanta, Georgia, a customer left Blaze Steakhouse. He was highly upset. For those that don't know, uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta reality star and business mogul Candy and her husband Todd opened an upscale steakhouse named after their daughter, Blaze. According to that customer's receipt, he was charged $4 for two ice cubes. The customer claims that this was his second attempt to support the restaurant, but he won't be back because... They keep overcharging him for simple requests. Now, is this just an example of why some Black-owned businesses have bad reps? Or what do you think? Yeah. Um, I'm torn on this story, to be honest with you. Um, From what I understand, Candy and Todd are supposed to be consummate uh, business people. We know Candy is is an entrepreneur in every single way. She has multiple uh, streams of income. However, this lawyer, this young man, Ryan Williams, is a Georgia State Barred lawyer in criminal defense. And he, as a lawyer, has to always be an officer of the court. And he has a responsibility to, to abide by telling the truth. So I see no reason for 
for him to have to lie? And why would he jeopardize his his law license, how he feed himself to lie about this? The other side of this is Candy has explained that that wasn't it wasn't rocks. It wasn't uh, ice that he was charged for, but because he wanted it neat and added an ice cube in there, they had to give him extra Hennessy and that the four dollars was charged for the extra Hennessy. So I don't know what's going on with this story. I'm, I'm torn, but it seems like the lawyer has his receipts. I mean, and plus, he said that they issued an apology and refunded his uh, credit card. Two rocks. That's what they call it. Two rocks. Listen, I'm going to take this off candy because I like her. And I'm going to put this on Atlanta. This is some Atlanta foolishness, okay? And to answer your question about Black-owned businesses, this is one of those dings that we get. This is some Atlanta mess. Can I have an extra straw? You look at your receipt, 30 cents extra. Can I have an extra Coke? No refills. Coke is $5. Can I have an extra plate? Extra $2. This is the Atlanta hustle. You pay to park. You pay to get in. You pay to eat. You pay to you go to the bathroom. You can't even get nothing to dry your damn hands with because somebody in the bathroom of a restaurant trying to charge you $5 to dry your damn hands. You ask for extra pork, you got to pay. If you got more than four people at the table, you got to pay. If you want water, if you want water out, the faucet is free, but if you want some decent water out of pitcher, you got to pay. If you want to see over in this area, you got to pay, but these seats over here free. You can go to the bar right now if you pay an extra $5 to skip the line. We got hookahs over here for $60 when they only $20 over there. Some of these places charging $100 or something dollars for a hookah. Then you got to pay $10 for an extra coal. Then you got to pay $15 for an extra refill. This is that Atlanta foolishness. Now, whether Todd or Candy were fully aware of what's going on, I don't know. I like to think that Candy is too busy somewhere filming the Real Housewives of Atlanta to be full <laughs> online every day with the ledger of every single item on the drink price. But was that $2 for that ice put in that POS system? Intentionally, it most definitely was because it follows the trend of what's going on in Atlanta right now, which is charge everybody for air, water, and a place to use the damn bathroom. And in their defense, again, it's a business. So if you're getting 100 people ordering drinks every day and you have to put extra liquor in a drink because they want less ice or no ice or whatever it is, it, the char- someone's going to pay for it, right? Well, here's what I'm not understanding. And here's what I don't understand about that excuse. Oh. Uh, 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 a poor why, is a poor. Why are you getting? Yeah, why are you a putting poor is a poor? A poor is a poor. It's a three ounce poor. Whether you're getting it on the rocks, straight up, neat with a chaser, a poor is a poor. That's industry protocol, baby. And I ain't got a damn piece of credit hour in restaurant to a ship cook. Okay, okay, in economics, and baby, I know how to count, and I know a three, and baby, I got all, I got a PhD and down to the bar, baby, okay, I know what liquor look like, I know how it's supposed to be served, and then here's what you do, if they want extra liquor, you charge them for a double, you know what I'm saying, now, I got another friend in business really quickly, because I ain't gonna hold you too long on this story, what you do if you want to make extra money, then you slip a dollar or two on an item that folks are not going to recognize. You put it on the chicken dinner. You put it on the meatloaf and gravy. You, you know, you, you beef it up $2. But to charge somebody $2 for rocks, and, and here's how you know it's intentional. Somebody type that in the computer. The computer don't come preset with $2 for rocks. Somebody typed it there. So they're saying some Atlanta lounges charge a $10 COVID feed now for masks and hand sanitizers. Oh, I, 
and breaking news, we are over 2,000 viewers right now watching live. Now our next goal is 10,000. All right, y'all. Okay, very good thoughts. Someone said Reverend Kupak. <laughs> Reverend, Reverend Kupak. All right, um, I think it's time for a commercial break. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more TGF when we return. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, we got to talk about this new show. There's a new soapy and uh, thrilling drama series premiering on Fox next week. And we have the inside scoop. The show is called Our Kind of People, and it stars fine-ass Morris Chestnut, Yaya DaCosta, Nadine Ellis, Lance Gross, he's fine as well, and a great actor, Joe Morton, and many more talented black actors. Let's take a look at this sexy cast. That's some heavy hitters. This is the perfect time for this show because it's long overdue. The black elite, a group of people who have had money for a very long time, who will pass it on from generation to generation, which is a part of black culture that we've never seen before. It's two families in two financial stratospheres, but dealing with the same struggles. It's a story of triumph. There's a lot that I think people are just going to connect to. It's entertainment that will take the audience on a roller coaster ride of emotions. I don't think anything like this has been seen on TV, so it's really exciting. The show takes place in the elite community of Oak Bluff hey. in Martha's Vineyard. Angela Vaughn comes to this community to establish a black hair care product business in a property that has been left to her by her mother. The drama ensues when the rich, wealthy socialite, Leah DuPont, refuses to accept either her or her family into the community. And then after that, all kinds of juicy plot twists explode. Getting to have these characters be seen in their true essence and beauty and blackness, it's going to be so much fun. There's a thin line between love and hate, and I think that these characters are constantly teetering that line back and forth. The emphasis on hair as a way of asserting one's identity is something that I thought was very important. There's always room for champagne. Like, there's always a reason for an event. So you get a little taste of everything. Bouginess and blackness, what's not to like? It's everything that you want in a show, and I'm so excited to be a part of it. A lot of people feel that money cures all, but not exactly. There's no dull moment in this show. There's drama, there's tragedy, there's love. And then it gets spicy. This is a look at what it means to be black in America, holding the American dream in black hands. You're not going to want to change the channel, and you're going to want to come back every week. <laughs> well talk about a good looking cast and listen i'm here for that line blackness and bouginess what's not to like what y'all think about this series it looks good Listen, they, when they, they sent us the screener, I was laying in bed and I watched it. I'm head over heels for it. So first off, when I was online, I had to read this book, Our Kind of People by Lawrence Otis Graham, which is a great read, by the way, about the Black bourgeois. Secondly, what I love about this, this show 
is that we have not seen anything like this on TV. We, we're so used to seeing Black people portrayed in such a monolithic view, the hood movies, the, the boys in the hood, the baby mama this, the baby mama that. We have not seen this type of Black wealth or excellence on TV. And if we have, it's been undergirded and juxtaposed by white wealth. This is a standalone show with just Black, rich, fabulous people. And I think it will do extremely well. There's definitely an audience for this. Um, the proof in the pudding is in the fact that, you know, we tuned into Real Housewives of Atlanta when it first began and Real Housewives of Potomac because we wanted to see what rich black folks really do and how they live. Now, unfortunately, both of those shows spiraled into something else. And that's a conversation for another day for another show. But I think because this is a fictional world that we will get all the ins and outs uh, of what we want to see from black folks on TV. Not to mention Joe Morton, Debbie, uh, Debbie in it. Yaya just already has this naturally bourgeois-esque essence about her. This is a great cast, great show. It's going to be a blockbuster. Al, what do you think? You know, I looked at the entire first, um, what do you call it? The first show of the season. And <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all, look for these quotes. Leo DuPont said, the donation box is at the entrance. When y'all see it, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. And then Angela Vaughn, the one that she's always trying to downplay because she has less money, says, the one that has the black hair care, says, come see about me at Eve's, Eve's crown so I can hook up your dry edges. The, the speak in this show is fierce. I mean, the clothing, the fashion gives you everything that you ever wanted. The, the, the sophistication and the bourgeois even adds that extra tool to it. And remember, when you guys see the first episode, that's what I was looking for. Remember what I told you about how your DNA can really mess you up. Remember, I think we were talking about one of those. When I did the 23andMe. No. no, 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 no. We're talking about panties. selling the panties. Yes, selling the panties. Everybody keep that in mind. Remember what I told you about your DNA. This is a must see from the beginning to the end. This is one of those that you don't leave your seat. You got to have your drink before you start it because you're not moving after it until it's in. And people out there watching, do not think this is fictional. This really happens. I got a bougie brother and a bougie sister-in-law <laughs> that I love. They got a bunch of bread that have a house of Martha's Vineyard. This stuff goes down. So teammates, make sure you support this groundbreaking show that premieres next Tuesday, September 21st uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central Time on Fox. You do not want to miss it. That looks good. I can't wait to look at good. it. It looks real good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Yaya. Yaya's lead. She's on the, the, the lead flyer. It's real good for her. All right. So let's get into this, uh, this Met Gala story before we go into a game. We have a little game that we're going to play. So, um, okay. So during the Met Gala, Kiki Palmer shared a photo of her dinner plate with a photo and of her dinner. And the, uh, the captain said, the menu, child. According to TMZ, Marcus Samuelson, uh, the restaurateur slash chef, said the photos of Kiki's food was a part of what was being served for the thirty to fifty thousand dollar Met Gala ticket. Now, when asked about Miss Palmer's plate that had barely anything on it, he said that food, like anything, is about taste. And he claims it was, that looks horrible. It was delicious. Now the chef stands by his opinion that the three course meal was excellent. And he said it's, he's received nothing but excellent feedback. What do you think about Kiki Palmer throwing shade at Samuelson's Met Gala meal? What do y'all think about that food? Did it look, look, can we see that picture one more time? 
See, this right here is why you can't invite black folks nowhere. Okay, <laughs> because baby, we is used to chicken, rice, rolls, car beef station. You know what I'm saying? Pasta station, hell, even a waffle and an omelet station, okay? I don't spend four hours getting dressed, two hours walking that carpet, my feet hurt, and I'm hungry, and you don't brought me out this damn kid's meal worth a whole food salad, you know, <laughs> called it a meal. Now, Marcus Samuelson, I don't know if you guys go to Red Rooster Harlem, I mean, he's got one at Overtown. That's the place where I fainted when I was on that edible and woke up in his bathroom on the floor sweating. But that's a whole <laughs> other story for a whole other show. Marcus Samuelson is a great chef. And that mess might have tasted good, but it looked like salad thrown on a tortilla. To me. <laughs> Al, what do you think? It looked it looked very struggling. This is why this is why we love Kiki Palmer. She's likable and she's transparent. We love her. She's America's sweetheart. <laughs> but will she ever be invited back to the Met Kayla after this? That, that, that's a different story. <laughs> and I ain't having it. <laughs> you got to remember, she's probably a vegan or a vegetarian. So that's probably why she didn't have any chicken or, or meat on her plate. I mean, we know it's not really about the meal when we go, but it is thirty to 50000 Like, y'all could put something. Put some brown suit chicken. Hook it up. Just do something. Uh, 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 oh, baby, I want rat. Oh, it was, they said it was all plant-based. Hollywood people. Hollywood Stop. people. Stop inviting black people places with plant-based all diets. You can have a plant-based and vegan option, but at a minimum, honey, we are black like this and not like this. We need some chicken, okay? We need some chicken, some steak. We'll even take a little cube of salmon if you're trying to go healthy, but you got to at least give us some chicken or better yet, a baby shower meatball, baby. Everybody likes... Auntie Thelma, baby shower meatballs and a little scoop of potato salad. We got to have, must have. Uh, Co-sign 1000%. All right, y'all, before we end the show, we're going to play a fun game of what's your name? I will say the birth name of a celebrity and I want you to guess which celebrity was born with that name. And teammates, we want you all to play along in the chat. All right, the first one is uh, Calvin. Cordoza Brodus Jr. Snoop Dogg. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Okay. Next one. O'Shea Jackson. Uh, Ice Cube. That's right. All right, Q. Okay. Next uh -huh. up, Aubrey Graham. Drake. I, I don't know him, so he's, he's doing fine. I, you don't know them, Al? I really don't. I don't. Sorry. All right, Al, I'm, I'm asking you want this one specifically. I don't Sean know. Harris, Shantae Harris. Take a guess. Uh, uh, T.I.? The Brat. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Christopher George Latour Wallace. Biggie. There you go. Uh, Belcalis Al Menza. Belcalis. Oh, Belle Calise, my bad. Cardi B. That's right. I never knew how to say her name. Belle Calise. It's <laughs> an odd name. All right, y'all, that was fun. Y'all have a good time. Yeah, yes. I got that studious-ass vest on, and it wasn't good for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so he was fronting with the vest. Right. Let's see your shirt. Stand up so everybody can see your shirt. 
All right. What's on that? Is that a koi fish? I think it's koi fish and like some flowers. Okay. (laughs) Well, look, y'all. This is a good time. I want you all to have a safe weekend. I'm I'm very proud of both of you for having water. And what else did y'all have? Some other Green tea. Green tea. This is weird. All right, y'all. Y'all be safe this weekend. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva, for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Uh, stay tuned for the Book of Sean. That's all coming up next. Y'all have a great, safe, and happy weekend. All right, y'all. I'll see y'all next week. Man. See y'all Wednesday. Bye. <laughs>